Welcome to the What You Don't Know podcast, where we tell you things you may know some of, but not all of, or maybe all of it, or maybe none of. I'm Sean. And I'm Sarah. Today, Sarah, I'm a little, con- I'm a little concerned about you. Oh, gosh. Because how, how long have you lived in this house um, with me? I like Not that long, like three months. Enough to be best friends, but not too long. And today, you asked my partner how they toasted some bread oh my gosh look i was just mad because last night i definitely put a couple butter slabs on uh on some bread and i popped it in the microwave you know just to have some soggy bread just to have some soggy bread when i could have toasted it but i didn't know we had a toaster so my thought this morning was i need to go out and buy a toaster and then tara comes out uh in the kitchen so i was i was a little bit angry pointed out the toaster to me that i haven't seen for but the past three you... months have lived here for, for three months and you didn't know we had a toaster. No, I guess I'm just not that observant. Also, in my defense, it was hidden behind a bunch of spices and it was like way tucked in the corner. But it's like a big toaster. It has like four slots. It's like a four slot toaster. I mean, it is fancy, but that doesn't mean I could see it any better. It's not really ha- fancy. Like the handles are broken off of it. It gets the job done. I wouldn't call it fancy. It's got light up buttons and Lexi had to help me figure it out this morning is all I know. It's fancy to me. You're not very good with technology. I'm not at all. You put a computer in front of me, I'll be like... <laughs> but toasters have been around oh, for no. a long time. Yeah, but... You can't all, figure it out. Whatever. They're all like fancy and cool now. They probably have Bluetooth. <laughs> got Facebook You probably watch on TikTok on your, on your toaster. Like, yeah, the old house that I used to live in, you could put anything you wanted on the TV. I'm talking anything. Even adult content. It was crazy. We tested it out <laughs> one time. Why did you try like, that? Wow. Because, I mean, okay, look. I see a TV that has a giant screen on it, and you can connect your phone and mirror to it. The first thing I'm going to think of is what's the most obscene thing I can play on my refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, recently went through a tropical storm here. We did. And uh, how was your experience during the storm? I don't feel like I saw you. Um, I don't so know. I, I slept the whole thing. And I know that my girlfriend woke me up and was like, there's a tornado warning. It says to get in a bathtub, and I went back to sleep. Did it so, actually? Yeah. We don't yeah. have a bathtub. Yeah, it said, like, you know, get undercover. No, I mean, bathtub. it all happened, like, pretty early in the morning, yeah. but then our power went out from, like, 9 a.m. till 4 p.m., mm-hmm. and it was pretty boring. It was boring. But the day after the storm, after our power had come out on... Uh, you went out onto our side patio, and what did you what did you find there? Well, I was still sleeping, like I said, because this was the same morning where my girlfriend wakes me up one time and told me that there's a tornado, and then she wakes me up again after she's you know about to go out and leave for work, and she says, "Sarah, I have a baby squirrel in my hand," and I'm like, "Yo, I just woke up. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you saying?" And she shows me, and it is like a newborn baby squirrel, kind of looks like a human fetus. It creeped me out a little bit, but it was like moving around, and you know it looked fine. So we put him back outside on a little towel so that he was a little bit more comfortable. And then after I woke up, I went and checked on him, and he was okay. So I was like, cool, so we're going to have a pet, house squirrel. Got it. So we go out and buy a bunch of things, you know, to keep him comfortable. But it did seem like after the tornado hit, you know, it was a tropical storm, so it's going to be throwing things around that he might not have gracefully fell to the ground. So I think he had a little bit of head damage. Um, but we got yeah, in his contact. His head was like black. And it, I mean, it was it was darker than the rest of his body. Yeah, so I was like, like some oh, interior no. bleeding. Yeah, it was very sad because, like I said, he was just a tiny newborn squirrel. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. But um, we did end up sending pictures of him and calling people that, you know, were better versed in helping animals than we are. And they said he probably would die. But I had hope because I really wanted a house squirrel. And so did our other roommates. But uh, he eventually did die. R.I.P. Jonathan. But he was he was warm and comfortable. So and then we buried yeah. him. But, like, you actually thought that the squirrel was going to live in our house as, like, an adult. 
Yes. Why not? I thought you were like going to re- once it got old enough, you were gonna like release it. Okay. Well, look. I thought that it was only me that wanted the house squirrel, but then as soon as we sent a text in the group chat, Nailene heard about it. Our other roommate, she was like, "Definitely house squirrel." So I was like, "Okay, we got the green light. Let's go. Let's save its life." I mean, we were going to anyway, but, but, but there like, wasn't much you, keep, you can do, I guess. If you have a squirrel, do you like keep it in a cage? Is it, like a cage? No, thing? free roam squirrel. It's a squirrel. So you can't keep sh- it in a cage. It's just going to poop all over your stuff. You have to litter box train it. It was newborn. I mean, I you guess can train you are... it to do anything. You can probably train it to ride a bike. These are my aspirations for the squirrel. I'm so sad that he's yeah. no longer with us. I guess you already do poop over all your stuff. So <laughs> Yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so, yeah, we got through the tropical storm. Sadly, your squirrel died. He did. After a day. But uh, you kept him comfortable, and that's cool. Yeah. And there wasn't really much you could have done. I yeah. Mean, it fell the, onto a bunch of rocks. Yeah. The woman texts us back after we had sent our pictures, you know, a couple hours later. And she said she had a couple other squirrels with the same problem because of the tropical storm. And they all passed away. So she was like, there wasn't much you could do. I was real sad yeah. still, though. You know, I was looking I mean, forward the, to having a The tree a that the nest is in is pretty tall. Yeah, it's pretty high it's up. It's pretty tall. It's like higher than the house. Yeah. It's a two-story house with a roof deck. Anyway. Flex uh, the roof deck. What? I said flex the roof deck. Yeah. <laughs> the roof deck that's like falling <laughs> into itself because it's okay but do you have a roof deck no i didn't think so i do because i live talking here to you. <laughs> what are you drinking right now oh my gosh stop this is like an embarrassed sarah podcast no i'm just asking you a question it's white russian kalua and some almond milk vanilla almond milk it's absolutely delicious what are you drinking looks like baby blood. i'm drinking okay ellen degeneres <laughs> You think Ellen drinks baby blood? Have you not seen the conspiracy? She definitely drinks baby blood. So does I mean, Beyonce. I, I, Allegedly. I've, I've seen the controversy Ellen's in right now where people say that workers on her TV show have, haven't been No, dude, she treated. drinks baby blood. Right. Allegedly. Why, though? She doesn't like look particularly youthful or anything. Like, what's the reasoning? I don't know. Maybe she's going to live forever. I mean, I don't but, know. Like, she's like... She's a rich, powerful lesbian. She can do whatever she wants. Is there... Do you think she's the richest, most powerful lesbian in the world? Can you think of another one? As a lesbian, and you guys all know each other because you're lesbians. <laughs> you know, you're popping the lesbian handbook right here on the phone. Book. I don't know. I don't She's know. She's the most she powerful is. lesbian I can think of, other than me. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what I was trying to ask you, what you were drinking, was to talk about what I'm drinking. Of course, it's our uh, our friend Nicole had a beer named after her, called Nicole. She's dating. <laughs> <laughs> She's dating a uh, a craft brewer. A great guy mm-hmm. and it's really cool to like have something named after you you know so i wanted to ask you if you could have something like named after yourself oh, jesus what would it be a religion a religion absolutely just or a cult sarah? i mean uh, yeah just the, called sarah yeah why not what would they do a, ref- a bunch of rich powerful lesbians that take over the world the cult of sarah you what, do like the masquerades you? and have like the sex parties and stuff no maybe i mean if we feel like it and we drink baby blood you know what i thought of when i was thinking about what would sarah have named after her this is what i thought oh gosh of, i thought you would do like vape juice <laughs> <laughs> like a flavor of like <laughs> vape juice you have a very misconstrued perception of me if you think i would you're just a vape leave. lord I'm not. constantly puffing how many okay look how many rumors are you gonna start about me 
I mean, all I know is that when you first moved in, you got the jewel because your mom bought it for you. Oh my gosh, stop. I was only 20 at the time three months ago. <laughs> yeah, but like she, did you ask her to buy you a jewel or did she just give it to you? No, I, she was drunk. So I was like, mom, you got to go in there and you got to get a jewel, 5% four pack of the menthol pods. And she was like, okay, I got it. I got it. And she goes in and she comes out like two minutes later. She was like, oh, hold on, what am I getting? So I'm, I ended up not getting the right thing and making her go back in there and get something else. But yeah, I did do that to her. But then you were like, you were telling me. That doesn't mean I'm a vape god, though. No, but you were telling me like, oh, like once this runs out, we're not going to get any more. And this is I say it. that every time. Once this runs I out. I say that every time, okay? And now look at you. Hundreds of dollars in debt. I <laughs> Empty jewel pods strewn about your room. Yes, yes, you're you right. You can never even find the damn thing. I know, it's just ruined my life. It's ruined my life. Why can you never find it? Because it's so small, and I can't find even my phone most of the time, and I'm holding it. So if you expect me to like keep track of a USB... There's got to be some sort of solution they have, like, that some other vape they have, lord like, has thought of. They have little necklaces for them that you can like put them on. But I, I don't know, I think that's stupid looking. You already so wear so many necklaces, though. Why wouldn't you just do that? I know. You I love necklaces. I literally woke up in the middle of the night a couple nights ago, and I don't know why, but I guess they were just choking me, and I like ripped them off. Like the, you sleep like, with them on? That yeah, seems dangerous to they me. Get, they get all tangled and stuff, and they're down, yeah. They're so don't hefty. sleep with them on. I, they're always tangled. Do you think I'm going to detangle them every night before I go to sleep? No, thank you. How many do you wear? Well, I don't know. Right yeah. now, I only have two on, but usually I have like five or six. Does that make you like sweaty? I don't know. Maybe. I don't like sweat <laughs> under them. Does it contribute to my overall sweatiness? Maybe. Does it contribute to your Musk? Yep. Your Elon Musk? Oh, yes. If I had something <laughs> named after me, what do you think it would be? Mm, a hiking shoe. <laughs> a hiking shoe? Yeah, like a very bland We've brown <laughs> hiking shoe. <laughs> We've never even done anything like outside together ever. I know. Besides like sit Maybe outside. You, actually, no. It would be It would be a house slipper. A very dull brown. I'm wearing slippers right now. Oh, slipper. I know. They're like my brand. special slippers. They're your Sean slippers. I have no arches in my feet. Interesting. And shut up. I'm helping people <laughs> right now. I'm helping people improve. If you are like me and you have no, this isn't an ad. If you are like me and you have no arch support in your feet, you're completely flat footed. And sometimes if you walk with your bare feet, you get like stabbing pains in your feet for no reason. There's this brand of shoe called Vionic, V-I-O-N-I-C, and my mom recommended them to me because she has plantar fasciitis. It's a foot thing, <laughs> and I bought the first pair of shoes I bought. I just saw, noticed like such an immediate change, like my feet weren't hurting all the time because they're made by like, what are the foot doctors called? Dr. Scholes. No, that's <laughs> what, like, what's the term? Oh. Fuck if I know foot doctor. It's like pod podiatrist. Oh, Is that yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Podiatrist. Maybe. They're made Sounds by weird. like podiatrists, but they're not like ugly shoes. Like they have style. A lot of time, hmm. very. the problem I always had was that very supportive shoes always looked terrible. They always looked like they were made for like 80-year-old people. So they like, they're like fashionable shoes with a lot of support. And I own like five of these shoes. And wow. I've never owned more than like two pairs of shoes ever. Really? Yeah. Why? Because like I'm a guy. And don't guys you have like other don't. events? Like you got your like dress up events. You got your work. You got your go out events. Yeah, I mean, like I, bike I would always. Shoes. I would no. You have bike riding shoes. <laughs> I can't do. Okay, men just unless you're like a sneakerhead or whatever. Men don't usually like own at least the men that I know don't really own that many different pairs of shoes. Now I do because of that 
the whole like supportive shoe thing. Thank you for sponsoring us. No, they're not. This is not an ad. <laughs> and so if I was going to have a shoe, it'd be like some very supportive shoe. I think it'd be like a piece of like computer equipment or something. That's okay. Fine. That makes more sense. It would be really cool to have a beer named after you, though. I know. I'm jealous of Nicole. I got to start dating her boyfriend. I'm drinking so it right now. After me. Yeah. How does it taste? Give us a it's review. Good. It's got like blueberries. Oh, hints of blueberry. That's like mainly blueberries. Mm. And then like some like lemon. Some I subtle think. lemon tones. Yeah. Oh, sounds I delicious. I should hire you to write the menu. <laughs> All right. So let's get into what we're talking about today. Finally, uh, we're talking about I'm going to close your eyes. Okay. Sarah. All right. I'm going to describe a scene to you. Okay. One morning in August of last year. Is it dewy? What? Is it nice and dewy no. out? No. No. Just oh, a dry morning. We're not going to get too specific. Fine. One morning in August of last year, residents of the Mexican city of Urapan, mm-hmm. Urapan, I might be saying that wrong. I'm really trying though. I like I looked up how to say it. I think that's right. Uh, they woke up to a very disturbing scene. Dumped near a highway overpass was ten bullet riddled and dismembered bodies, and nine more bodies hung from the bridge for all to see. These 19 mutilated corpses were claimed by the Jalisco New Generation Drug Cartel, which hung up a large white banner by the hanging bodies that read, Lovely people, go on with your routines, and be a patriot, kill a Viagra. Oh my gosh. Which is very confusing. It but sounds like they Google translated it no. and gave them like the wrong words. <laughs> Viagra in this context is not does not mean boner medication it's the probably really unfortunate name of a drug cartel in mexico nice the viagras or viagras i'm not sure how you say it probably the second one so this is obviously like a very bad thing uh people getting butchered and stripped naked and hung from building overpasses so mexican authorities blame the killing on a clash between rival drug cartels in mexico battling for control of the local drug trade. The brutal killings were sort of done to intimidate the cartel's rivals, the rivals' families, the police. But the police also said, and this is something that's been going on for Mexico for a number of years, probably since, I want to say, like the early 2000s. So that's something that really here in America we don't bring a lot of attention to. The police said that the more important motivation was for control of the region's billion-dollar avocado industry. Okay. We're going to be talking about avocados today. I love them. Are they a fruit or a vegetable? Fruit. Good. Yes. Yes. They are a fruit. So we were talking about the city of Urapan. The city of Urapan lies in the Mexican states of Michoacan, which is a central state in Mexico on the west coast of Mexico, it's got a lot of rain, it's got a lot of sunshine, it's got rich like volcanic soil. So it's an ideal place for growing fruit and other crops. And Michoacan is actually the only state in Mexico that's allowed to sell avocados to the United States. Hmm. Until 1997, avocados weren't allowed to be imported from Mexico because of pests that would come in on the fruit. So Michoacan is considered by many to be the world capital of the avocado. Locals there call the avocado green gold. It's like the primary export. It's how almost everybody in that region of Mexico makes their money. Over the last couple of decades, Mexico has become the world's largest producer of avocados. 
and the money involved has only gone up as the American taste for avocados has. The state of Michoacan alone produces more than half of the avocados consumed in the entire world, with exports focused on the U.S., Central and Southern American countries, Europe, and Japan. So, you know, when we were growing up, I don't really ever remember avocados being like a huge thing. But if you look out now, almost like every restaurant has avocado. Mm -hmm. Extra three dollars. Yes. So like American consumption of avocados has increased seven times what it was in the year 2000 between 2000 and 2016. Americans eat 69 million pounds of avocado and that's just on Super Bowl Sunday. All Whoa. that guac. 69 million pounds on one day of the year. Oh, I love guac. 542 million pounds yearly in 2000. So it went from 542 in 2000 to 2,646 million pounds in 2019. That's roughly eight pounds of avocados per American every year. So we love avocados here. And mm -hmm. it's gone up like an insane amount. Everybody's eating avocados. Can't get enough of the guac. It's driving people crazy. They're going nuts for the avocados. But it is like a relatively new fruit here in America. It didn't reach the U.S. until the 1950s. Yeah, why do we love it so much now? What's going on? We'll talk about that. Oh, sorry. I'm jumping yeah, the gun. You're really going far ahead. <laughs> no, that's the next thing I was going to say. So the avocado has sort of exploded in popularity in the U.S. over the last like 10 years. And there's mainly two reasons where it's gotten very popular. One, avocados um, started getting mentioned by a lot of like American dietitians and doctors as like a superfood. Avocados have a lot of like healthy fats and fiber, but also the other reason is they basically have become memes. <laughs> um, because you probably remember that article involving an interview with American millionaire Tim Gurner. Mm-hmm who nobody knows the name of, but everybody remembers this article where he basically said that uh, he had gotten rich by not spending his money on like frivolous things like avocado toast. And avocado toast became like this like huge meme. Avocado toast is good. Yeah, now all the influencers flex it on their Instagrams. I'm like, look, I it's like a huge meme. I've never had, I don't really like avocado. I know avocado. what my toaster is now, so now I can have <laughs> avocado toast. <laughs> That's, that was only like a couple years ago, the avocado toast thing. And it's avocados have been like ever since then have been associated heavily with like young people especially it's kind of like a stereotype of the millennial generation now is avocado toast and like avocado products and people are always trying to figure out how they can put avocado in things like i've seen like Ex like coffee drinks where you're like drinking it out of an avocado shell That's or bizarre i've we never have, heard of that we have like fried avocado at work it's good which it's okay yeah it's fine <laughs> and admittedly to some people avocados are pretty expensive i looked up uh the average cost of a single avocado it's 69 cents you think it's that low I don't know. Yeah, I think so. You Last never go to the grocery store. Was, yes, I do. No, you don't. I absolutely do. We just went and got like seven of them and they're 69 cents each. The average cost of a single avocado in the entire United States, not just here, is $2.10. Nice. Well, I, okay. Albeit the ones that we got were pretty shitty. So 
Were they like really small ones? Not necessarily, but they were like too overripe. So I guess that's kind of our maybe. fault. But they all looked the same to us. But then we got them home. We could use maybe like three of them. So I was a little So salty. I think the only way you could describe avocados here in America is we are in an avocado frenzy. Mm-hmm. It is alive and well. We can't get enough of that sweet cotto. <laughs> we are an avocado nation. <laughs> Joined together by the avocado, we love <laughs> I it. Guess. On, we love it on toast, guac, fried, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. And it's time for a brand new segment on our podcast, Sarah. We're going to do this every week. All right. It's called Avocado Fun Facts. <laughs> no, it's no. The name the <laughs> so I'm going to hit you with some fun facts of avocados, and you can't look All at right, my. I'm notes. not looking. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Sarah. Yes. Did you know that avocados okay. are in the same plant family as cinnamon? They're not spicy. How? It's in the same family. It doesn't mean it has to taste like cinnamon. It's just the same. Okay, but there's family. still avocados and cinnamon. I I need some. I need some evidence on this one. I don't believe it. I just read that on the internet and just took it at face value. So I have no more information of for that one. Typical. Okay, here's another one on the internet. Oh, you do way more than I do. <laughs> All right. So half of an average size avocado has 4.6 grams of fiber. Riveting. That's more than any fruit. Yes, wow. Avocados have more fiber than any fruit. So if your poop's coming out really watery, just eat a whole. I had that problem. <laughs> what is it like the opposite? It's just giant boulders? For Dead you? ass. Yes, seriously. And Lexi always wonders why I'm in the bathroom for like eight to 10 minutes and she just doesn't understand because her shit's all... like soft serve. She's normal and healthy. <laughs> I'm not, dude. I'm dehydrated. So you don't drink enough water. Uh, yeah. Tell me about it. And all you it. eat is Royal Farms chicken. That's not all I eat. Puffing on your jewel pods. <laughs> Does that affect like your digestion? No, it the makes nicotine? me shit. And it makes me shit so good. Does nicotine... And then if I don't have it, like, and I'm not... Okay. Is nicotine a laxative? Yeah. Is it? Really? Yeah, just like caffeine. I don't mean to sound I like... I never know if you're telling the truth or no, not, No, I really honestly. am on that one. <laughs> I don't mean to sound like a fiend, but if I don't like have it for a couple of days, I like really do not poop. If you don't have nicotine. Yeah, so then I'll take like one hit of a jewel pod and I immediately am to the bathroom. Your, be- your stomach um, just gurgles. Literally. And... <laughs> I'm not even making it up. Seriously. Wow. That's amazing. It's like a miracle I'm glad drug. I never got into that. Yeah. So we just talked about fiber, but also did you know that avocados have more potassium than a banana? Wow. Wow. And I'm being honest about that. That's crazy. That one I'll believe, but the one before that Avocados have a whopping 975 milligrams of potassium, whereas a banana typically, I don't know why I Googled this, a banana typically has 544 milligrams nice. of potassium. You always probably have some really interesting search history. Me? Yeah. Yeah, when I... I usually have like 20 tabs open when I research an episode for this podcast, and it eventually gets to a point where I'm like, this has no relevance to what I was going to talk about. <laughs> so where do you think in America, we know that from what I just talked about, that Mexico produces most of the world's avocados, but we do grow mm-hmm. some avocados here. Where do you think in America we grow the most avocados? Texas. Why? Because it's close to Mexico. What is no. What is the Nevada. closest? Nevada. No. It's like a desert there. What do you think they're going to grow? Yeah. I guess they're not cacti. No. They, they're like- Illinois. A, they're a fruit. Illinois. No. Michigan. <laughs> You're going the opposite direction of like- California. Yes. Okay. California produces 90% of the US avocado crop. Wow. And uh, San Diego County in California produces most of that. 
Did you know we have two more facts? <laughs> okay. Did you know in the summer of 2017, more than 3 million photos of avocado toast were uploaded to Instagram every day? Wow. 3 million wow. every day. These are just really changing my perception. Of what life do you think really is, you're like, you love the brain, right? Sure. You love your tiny brain. It's not tiny. <laughs> what do you think is like, why do we take pictures of our food? And like post it. What do you think? What do you think's going on? People like to it's make like it a look pretty. It's like a it's like a bragging thing. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm eating right now and you're not. You may be starving. <laughs> I'm consuming this forty five dollar piece of toast. Yes, I honestly think that is what it is. And they do everything they ever, can to make it look pretty to match their feet. Have you ever ordered avocado toast like at a restaurant? Hell no. Hell no. I've never I, even had it before. If I went home and made avocado toast, it would probably cost me what like maybe a dollar and five cents. Well, it'd be two dollars. Not with I'm my a, sixty-nine a, cent avocados. I'm a savvy shopper. Not yeah, but you me. said those sucked. Okay, but I'm then I'm like a nice. I'm ones. not talking about a nice two-dollar avocado. You got a two-dollar avocado. What what is it like a loaf of bread these days? Like three, four dollars? No, less than that. I think. Where are you so. getting your bread? I don't know. Giant. I get my bread from Giant. I get that Pepperidge Farm cinnamon swirl raisin bread and that See, bread this is, is like what people do with their, with their three to five dollars photos they brag you're proving your point no, bragging just, about your cinnamon toast i'm not bragging about it a lot of people like that brand and that specific type of bread i get that butter bread baby that really good like the one that's not even really bread yeah clog clog me up maybe that's why i don't poop that much but <laughs> it's all good the bread you eat. <laughs> yeah. all right the last one i don't think i even answered the what we were just talking about but i really I just think it's that people like to brag. I think so. And that's just inherently what social media is usually. Yeah, I don't know why. So our last fact is avocados used to be called alligator pears (laughs) in America. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. You know what I found out the other day? Why does that make sense? Because it's green? Well, it's green and also it's it's bumpy like an alligator alligator. and it looks like a pear. It makes perfect sense. But I, I found it, out that hot dogs are also called tube steaks. Isn't that disgusting? Nobody calls it a tube steak. Literally, they do. Like, absolutely. There's people here in America who call them tube steaks right yes. now. What part of America yes. called it tube steak? Gee, I don't know. Probably Alabama. I don't know what's going on over there, right. but they definitely do. You just totally alienated our entire audience from Alabama. That's fine. Did <laughs> I tell you that uh, when I go up to Vermont every year that they call soft serve ice cream creamies? Ew. It's called... It's spelled weird too. It's like C R E M E E S. It's called creamies. Oh my gosh. I just had a horrible thought. I'm sure you did. Anyway. <laughs> Are you gonna share it or no? I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. So that is wraps up our segment that we'll be doing every episode, Avocado Fun Facts. Mm-hmm. How did, did you like it? I loved it. Okay. We should definitely carry it on to okay. all of the podcast episodes. Send in your avocado fun facts and I will read them. <laughs> so let's talk about um, how Mexico's drug cartels got involved with the avocado trade in Mexico. Okay. I don't know. I mean, people are really into serial killers. I don't think... And like Ooh, the I morbidity of it, I don't think people, I don't think like drug trafficking has that same sort of like romance to it. But <laughs> there's been a lot of big drug kingpins. I mean, everybody knows Pablo Escobar, and so he's Colombian, not Mexican. Mm-hmm. But like, it's drug trafficking in in South America and Central America and kind of been going hand in hand for for decades. So there 
by the time this war on drugs started, there were already established drug cartels, pretty big ones in Mexico and Colombia and all in all sorts of the neighboring countries. So in 2006, uh, the Mexican president, Felipe Calderon, gets elected. And he's really the one that kicked off this whole like we have a war on drugs here in America. This is like the Mexican one. It's very different. Mm -hmm. Uh, President Calderon used the Mexican army, the police, and other such forces to take the fight to Mexican drug cartels. And the, his goal with the war on drugs uh, was the, of the goal of eliminating or arresting prominent leaders of the Mexican drug cartels. And while he was pretty successful in doing that, in detaining the drug lords, taking them out of the equation, it led to much more violence as there were a very increase in a lot of shootouts between Mexican forces and drug cartels, it became much more common. And unfortunately, as these things tend to happen, a lot of civilians got caught in the crossfire. By the time President Calderon's six-year term had ended in 2012, there were more than 120,000 murders as a direct result of his militaristic drug policy. Oof. So the strategy of capturing or killing cartel leaders backfired because as the large drug cartels that were around at the start of his war on drugs and he started arresting the leaders of those cartels mm -hmm. it's kind of natural that those cartels would fracture into like smaller and smaller groups because they still want to you know make money they might not be as big as they were because those leaders are gone but they're all like still picking and choosing people to follow. So you're getting these smaller and smaller, smaller cartels that come out after one. It's like, you know, the, the Hydra from mm -hmm. like Greek myth, you cut off like one head, like more heads take the place. Yeah. So as these smaller uh, organizations started cropping up, they have like less connections, less power compared to the big ones. And something like drug trafficking, it requires like a lot of influence, a lot of like intelligence, requires a lot of intelligence to be a drug traffic, like a global drug trafficker. You need to be like smart. You need to be well connected. You need influence, not just in Mexico, but in the Americas and North America, wherever you're going to be trafficking to, mm -hmm. you need connections all over the globe. And if you're in a small organization like these, these men found themselves to be in after the war on drugs, uh, you don't really have that anymore. So they they sort of turned away from the global drug trafficking, and uh, it became much easier for them just to intimidate the local populations in Mexico where they were based. The drug cartels are basically setting up local businesses. Uh, they're coercing local citizens to pay them like prote protection money, just like the American mafia would do back in the day. They would kidnap people for ransom money, take over shops and stuff, and you know, basically just kind of run amok and, and do whatever they want. It's kind of a myth that it's only ever been about drugs anyway. Drug cartels will make money however they can, and they don't really care if it's cocaine yeah. or avocados or any other sort of export that Mexico makes. As long as there's money involved, they want some of the money. I've always wondered, like, would it be worth it to become, like, a drug kingpin because I make a lot of money and I'm like maybe I wouldn't go to jail and if I did how many years would it be would it be worth it I mean it could be the rest of your life I know but if I played my cards right the chance of me getting caught would be slim and if I did it wouldn't be you that long and I would also make a lot of I could hop in make my millions and then hop out real quick 
You don't strike me as a person who wouldn't get caught, though. You'd I don't know. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Are you sure? Yeah. I mess with you're you all very, the time and you don't even you're realize. You're very clumsy. I am clumsy. But so what? I could still be a drug pen. I don't know. Maybe a drug mule. Maybe. Maybe that's more your level. <laughs> Maybe. All right. So, you know, cocaine avocados, they don't really care. And as Michoacan's export of the avocado boomed, we're talking about the biggest grower of avocados in the world. They have these giant statues of avocado. They like worship the avocado. <laughs> they have like festivals that's for where the I avocado. Want to live. So as Michoacan's export of the avocados really took off as the American interest that we just talked about in the avocado took off too, uh, Michoacan's avocado profits reached $2.4 billion last year. And of course, the avocados, you know, all that money, the cartels wanted a piece mm-hmm. of that like sweet avocado pie or whatever. <laughs> So drug cartels, you know, started moving into Michoacan. Uh, They began cutting down forests that were protected from logging. So they're doing illegal deforestation, which is already bad. That's not cool. Uh, In order to build illegal avocado farms, not drug farms. They're not growing wheat or any other sort of drug. They're growing avocados. They're growing fruit. How do you have illegal farms, though? Because they're building it on land that they don't own. Okay, okay, yeah, I guess, I guess. (laughs) I forgot about that part. I was like, what? Could they not just grow some in their backyard if they wanted? So if the cartels don't control any land uh, to, to like cut down the forests mm-hmm. they can use to grow the avocados, they will simply just steal land from avocado for- farmers, forcing them to give up their rights by threatening to hurt or kill them or their families. Or they will just tax anyone who does grow avocados a protection fee up to $250 for a hundred acres, two hundred fifty dollars is a lot mm-hmm. in terms of Mexican money. And if you're someone who's a farmer, a hundred acres, like you're probably going to have more than that. Scaling trees and like clipping avocados. If you're an avocado picker in Mexico, it's a much higher paying job for Mexican laborers than other jobs in the country. It's probably dangerous. Yeah, it is dangerous. You can make up to sixty dollars a day. Which isn't good by American standards, but we have to keep in mind that the maximum me- Mexican minimum wage is only five dollars. Mm. So sixty dollars is pretty good to them, but it's extremely dangerous. Not just because you're climbing trees and stuff, but cartels have been known to kidnap entire shifts of avocado pickers and hold them at gunpoint with no pay all day to pick avocados and then they'll just take the avocados and they'll just sell them themselves. We're talking basically slave labor here. Yeah, wow. Or they will do the opposite. What they'll do is they will make it so that the avocado pickers can't work. They can't pick any avocados. And what that does is create an artificial scarcity in supply because there's not as many avocados going to America or other parts of the world. It'll make the prices go up. So that when they do decide, okay, the prices are high enough, we'll let people work now, they'll stop preventing people from working. And while they're not working, they're not making any money. They can't feed their families. Didn't we just recently go through a, like a shortage of avocados? Yeah, there was a shortage here? of avocados. It, was some, it, it wasn't really related to the cartels. It was yeah. mainly about politics and President Trump like wanting to close the border and stuff. And again, here in America, almost all of our avocados come from Mexico. So if... If he decides to close the border off and we're not getting that export, it's not like an, we don't need avocados to survive, of course. They do, but don't they? 
I mean, it's a and huge, like, it's a huge make uh, for this region of Mexico. It's how it's green gold to yeah. them. It's how they wow. stake their entire livelihoods on it. But yeah, that was why the price of avocados went up. And I don't really, I don't, again, I'm not someone that really eats avocados. and I don't know if it's like gone back down or if it's just stayed up high, but the cartels do have a huge influence over the price of the avocado here in America and across the world because they create that artificial scarcity mm-hmm. in supply. On average, four truckloads of avocados get hijacked every day in Michoacan. They get stolen from hardworking Mexican citizens by these drug cartels. Last year, 1,500 people were killed just in Michoacan related to the avocado trade. And the avocado is basically like the, the new blood diamond. It is conflict. If you are someone here in the U.S., like I'm not trying to shame anyone, but because so much of the U.S.'s avocados come from Mexico, if you're someone that does indulge in like the occasional avocado or whatever, you have almost certainly unwittingly participated in eating something grown or picked by someone that is being taken complete advantage of. That sucks. I love avocados. In like an extreme way. Like their life has been threatened. They've been tortured. They've been kidnapped. They've been held against their will. Their family's been hurt. It's horrible what these people you start have boycotting to go through. avocados. Yeah, so that's what some people say. Unfortunately, this issue is like hardly ever talked about in the U.S. Like we all know about the drug trafficking, but when you get into stuff like avocados, people don't really know that the cartels are doing this because here in America, we love to ignore things that make us sad. There's little we can do in America to fix this. Like doing something like boycotting avocados. It will probably hurt the cartels most likely. Like, yeah, it, it will. But it'll also hurt the avocado farmers that are just trying to get by, who have, mm-hmm. who have staked their whole livelihoods and their families on growing avocados. So what do you really do? You can't boycott the avocados. There's not much the American government can do about yeah, it besides boycott them. So really you need to put try to put pressure on the Mexican government But we're also talking about a very corrupt institution. People talk about corruption in American politics. If you look at Central and Southern American politics, it's like a whole new level of corruption. Mm -hmm. So I I really don't know what the solution is to this. Neither do I. But it's really it's really just just sad that it it's it's a problem. Yeah, you really had to shit on one of my favorite my favorite fruits. Wow. Are you still gonna eat them though? Yeah. 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 Every, I mean, everybody is. But I'll think about it now. I'll, I'll be more introspective while I eat my avocado and appreciate it more. I mean, I, I think avocados is just is just the example we're talking about today. I mean, a lot of products that, that we consume or use here in America are made by basically slave labor, like your iPhone that you have. It's probably made by some kid in some Chinese factory like Apple, like your shoes that you wear probably made by some kid in India or Bangladesh and that don't have the sort of labor laws that we have here in America. Probably a lot of your clothes. We should all be nudists. Nudists. Not give our money to these. There's some people who I don't think should be nude. Whatever. We don't body shame here. Everybody should be nudists. You want to see like your parents naked and stuff? Okay. I don't maybe want to see them. but Your dad naked flying a plane? (laughs) He's probably done it. Probably. <laughs> it's a topic that will like that bums a lot of people out so they don't want to talk about it. But I, I think it's something that Yeah, this is definitely a bummer. That we need to just 
keep in mind. You know, you can try to shop locally or get things from responsible companies. Mm -hmm. It can be really hard to do that, especially if you're not financially stable enough. If you shop from small businesses or or local people, it will just automatically almost always cost more. So I know it's not possible for for everybody, but I think it's it's just something that that we need to be conscious, more conscious about here in America. Oftentimes it feels like we don't care yeah. at all. And I think it's pretty sad. Can't care about what you don't know about though. So everybody go spread the word. Yes. And if they want to get in touch with us, how do they do that, Sarah? <laughs> they can follow us on Instagram. What's our Instagram handle, Sarah? W Y D K Pod. Right? What yes. you don't know. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot the acronym. Yes. YDK Pod. I guess we'll we'll wrap it up here for today. Um, I don't have like a positive way to end it. <laughs> it's kind of a depressing episode, you I realize. Did you think of anything happy to say at the end? Talk about my dead squirrel and then tell us how <laughs> we should feel guilty for eating avocados. I mean my my intention is not to make people feel guilty about it. It's just to to raise awareness that, that it is happening well now i feel guilty you're still gonna fucking eat them though yeah i guess that's uh, you, i'm gonna walk out into the kitchen tomorrow and see you stop eating a whole ass avocado I, f- I might i just might because now i really want one <laughs> i wish i kind of had see that's house. messed up yeah i know <laughs> all right so this has been the what you don't know podcast uh we're on spotify google podcast or wherever else you get your podcasts we're on like a bunch of other ones but those are like the two biggest ones we're on. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, like Sarah said, uh, at YDKPod. You can follow Sarah on TikTok. Oh my gosh, I have to put my TikTok every time. Please come follow me. I've been losing followers at a rapid pace. I don't know what I did wrong. It's D-A-M-P-D-O-N-U-T at TikTok.com. Just kidding, it's is, not. <laughs> that's it's Damp not. Donut. Yep. Do you have any comment over the whole banning TikTok thing? Uh, yes. You're the only one I know that's like super invested in TikTok. Um... I don't think it's going to happen. And TikTok even came out themselves and saying, yeah, that's not happening. So you can try. And I was like, yeah, definitely go off. So I was happy after that. So I was a little bit sad at first. So I you don't care lie. about like the Chinese like stealing your information. I really honestly don't give a fuck. American like, companies steal your information all the time. Exactly. Like everybody is stealing your information for their own personal benefit, goal and gain. So whatever. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm doing so horrible that they're going to come find me and arrest me, but... They're not. They're just selling your information to other companies. Yeah, so what? <laughs> okay. I mean, that's just how the internet works. I know. I get more targeted ads. Think, they get more money, I guess. How do you think I Facebook's guess, free? I mean, this is what Zuckerberg does to everybody. Yeah. It's what Twitter does. They're all the same. Yep. All right, oh. anyway, Sarah's on TikTok, Damp Donut. I am on TikTok. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at ydkpod at gmail.com, or you can just DM us through the Instagram page, and I'll see that, too. Do you have any closing words, Sarah? Um, why do today what you can put off till tomorrow? My grandmother told me that one time. I live by it. You really do. I do. It shows a lot. <sighs> Whatever. That right. was mean. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up here. Okay, peace out, Girl Scout. No, that's... <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>